Hey. hey. Welcome back to Hey. The podcast. Um, sorry, we had a little bit of a break again. Yeah, we did not record last week because basically I was very constipated, so. Well, I wasn't going to say it, but well, Sammy's... Well, you know, I, I want to be transparent with my fans. I respect so. that. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, Sammy had a medical emergency, and um, we are back, though. Um, I personally am literally so tired right now, like... I just woke up from a nap. I think like is that why you weren't texting we were me back? Supposed to record. Yes, um, and I like now I like slept in today. I'm literally just so tired, but I'm gonna do my best. I literally was up so late last night, and somehow I'm not tired. Okay, what is up late to you though? Because you stay up till like maybe two in the morning every single day. Okay, so I was up <laughs> until three thirty last night. Oh my god! I know. Were you on TikTok? I'm insane. Yeah, I was on TikTok. Well, I mean, I was on everything. Well, I don't know why. I think I I have a mental condition. I was gonna I was gonna say, was anything urgent? Or <laughs> no, just, uh, I literally just do it. Like, what's wrong with me? Well, I'm glad that you have that time that you did that. Thank you. Okay, there's a lot of stuff we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, Sammy, do you want to go first? I think we should start with them, the new mm. Amazon Prime show i don't know if you've heard of it them t-h-e-m thank you for spelling it (laughs) it is the name of the show Mm -hmm. um it is i actually okay so i haven't watched it i am not going to no neither am i i literally have absolutely no interest in consuming that media so yeah um from what i understand like it's kind of like a get out type. It's basically, um, it's it's a ripoff of like us and get out, which right. is very weird to me, first of all. Like, can you be original? Yeah, when they when they first released the trailer, I thought that it was like a spinoff series. For, no, literally. Um, and plus that little girl. Oh, yeah. The one from, from us. Is yeah, in both of them. Like, what? Yeah. That's like um, very confusing, first of all. But uh, It's Lena Waithe. I don't. It's her and, like, a bunch of white men, well, which is weird. Right. Thoughts on Lena Waithe? I don't know much about her, but I've heard that she is problematic. Yeah, I think that um, what I've heard are people mo- like people's main issues with her is that she um, produces a lot of black trauma pieces. No, yeah, that is what I've heard from people, yeah. And, I mean, this is, like, the ultimate black trauma piece at the yeah. moment. Right. It's, like, actually disgusting. Yeah, she did Queen and Slim. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, not Queen and Slim, please. That movie was traumatizing. Yeah, that was, we went to see that early. Yeah, so Martin and I, well, so my Black Studies class, we got, like, some special invitation for a screening of Queen and Slim before it was, like, released, and um, I had a plus one, so I took Martin, Mm. and so we got to watch it early, and it was literally... Yeah, that, like traumatizing. The ending of that was wholly unnecessary. It was I feel too like. much. Um, so I think people's main issue with her is that she's like just producing this content that like there's no um, need for. I guess no, because there there isn't a need for it. Right. The thing is, like, people are white people are like really enjoying it. No, literally, they're eating it up. Like, what the fuck? The they're like saying, "Oh my god, it's so good! It's so well done! Like, so entertaining!" What the fuck is entertaining about that? 
Like, what is enjoyable? Explain to me specifically what you enjoyed. There's apparently, like, lynching scenes Yeah, there's stuff. lynching scenes, and there's a scene of a black mother being raped while her baby is killed. Like, what the fuck? That's actually psychotic, like... And, and a, a similar theme to them, as w- between them and Queen and Slim, is, like, there's no, like, gratifying ending. Like, yeah. Aside from, aside from the point that it's, like, trauma porn, you know... And it's, like, a story about black people that's about, like, violence and, you know, uh, not happiness. Yeah. There's no, like, uh, 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 like, I'm pretty sure the family just ends up getting killed at the end of them. I don't know what happens at the end, actually, but... I don't know. I don't, I'm not watching it. It doesn't actually even matter what happens at the end because the entire story is just fucked. Like, the ending doesn't matter. And it's, like, people are, like... These stories need to be told because this is history. Like, this is what happened. Like, yeah, we fucking know. We know that that's what happened. We know shit like that happened and continues to happen. But it doesn't need to be on screen for entertainment. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, this is not this. This this is not the story that needs to be told. Like, no, like we fucking know. Yeah, we literally know like that it exists. We know. Um, And also something that people were bringing up is how like whenever it's um a story that involves, like, violence against black people, they're very quick to cast dark-skinned people. Yes. Which is yes. something we talked about in the last episode, like, colorism a little bit. Exactly. When it's, like, um, like a love story or something else. It's, like... It's always a light-skinned... Zendaya, like, uh, Malcolm and Marie Amanda. that just came out. Right, right, right. And it's, like, as soon as um, it's something about, like... Slavery or, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> shit like that, it's always dark-skinned Yeah, which people. I think is just is another way that the industry just views them as expendable, which is just No, yeah, very definitely. I agree with you completely. Um, I think that that genre of... I don't know, I'm just like... And I know people are saying that they're happy that, like, black horror is being explored mm-hmm, as a genre yes. right now, which I agree with, but I feel like it doesn't need to be done like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like um, Jordan Peele's work, I really, I like what he did with it just because it wasn't just, like, black trauma. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, scary. Like, black people being murdered by white people. Like, what the fuck? Like, he, it, there's some nuance to his work, I feel like. Yeah, but the show, it was, it was, I mean, again, neither of us have seen it, but from what we've heard, it's like, it's literally just, there's no... Nuance, like like you said, there's no nuance to it. There's absolutely very, no nuance. And they, I, th- I think they got renewed for season two, actually. Did they actually? Oh yeah, my I think God. they did. Um, well, we will not be watching. No, I'm like this is what pe- this is what like white cinema buffs think like challenging social commentative work is. Like yes, they think exactly. this type of show is like <laughs> social justice television. I'm like this is not pushing any fucking boundaries. <laughs> I like. Know. And I feel like this is what they think black people want to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Yeah. Why would I want to watch this? I've heard a lot of sentiment from people on Twitter and stuff saying, like, this shit is triggering. Why? Why? It is triggering. It's like, I watch TV to, like, escape from um, racism. I don't, like, watch <laughs> it to experience more. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just really messed up. So, um, and I, I, I don't know. I just, like... Uh, 
It's like, can we do better? Like, fuck. Like, literally, please. I feel like it it cannot be that difficult. Like, please, Jesus. And, you know, I also feel like it's important to note that, like, we we have no beef with, like, the the black actors or, like, the performers that are in these projects. Like, absolutely not. It's not their fault. No, it's not their fault. Because that's another thing we wanted to talk about is how the entertainment industry really exploits um, entertainers of color Mm -hmm. to, like, play their trauma or play their stereotypes um so i recently watched bird box that like netflix movie and there was this which by the way sammy needed like i'm surprised i'm very proud of her for watching that it is not her genre at all listen i am such a baby when it comes to like scary stuff like i get scared so easily i watched like one not even a minute long clip of what is it? What was it called? Um, a show or movie? A movie. Mm. It was like um the one where like the girl like clicks. Oh, uh, uh, Hereditary. Yeah. Okay. I watched one single, not even one minute long clip of Hereditary on YouTube, and I could not sleep for weeks. Also, might I add, Sam, the first time Sammy was like, should I watch Bird Box was like maybe at 11.30 p.m. And I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind if you think I'm going to tell you to watch this when it is literally pitch black. I was no, like, yeah. I'm like, you better watch this like at, like at 10 in the morning with that like all the windows down, like idea. all the lights on. Yeah, I ended up watching it the next morning at like 9 a.m. Yeah, but anyway, go tell your, tell your judge. But so anyways, in the movie, there is a character who's a doctor and... It's played by this woman. I don't remember. I don't know what her name is, but I've seen her in several movies and television shows, always playing a doctor. I'm going to look it up. And she's of Indian descent, I'm pretty sure. Um, And so it got us to talking about how, like, she probably doesn't want to, like, play a doctor all the time. But it's like the industry constrains people of color to their stereotypes so much. And it's like, as an actor of color, you can't just not work. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to take the jobs that you can get. And it's, like, just very fucked up, like, what the industry does. And it's not even, like, that. that's a thing in in L.A. casting. Like, like I'm on her IMDb. Her name is um, Parminder Nagra. I I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, But... She was in ER. Yeah, she was in ER as a doctor, of course. She played a doctor in Alcatraz. She played a doctor in Blackish. Mm-hmm. She played a doctor in Five Feet Apart. She played a doctor in this Amazon movie called Fortitude. She played a doctor in Bird Box and probably other stuff. Literally, it's like, damn, okay. I feel bad that, that, that she's being constrained to that kind of thing. And you know, like, I'm sure she's making a lot of money. Oh, you sure. Know? Yeah, for sure. But I just... It's it sucks that like I mean she's she's older now I don't think that she's gonna be able to really break free from that in her career yeah it's like which has been established now no it's not her fault and it's like it's like there's just not that meant that just Hollywood is not really doing that kind of thing mm-hmm. something about Hollywood actually did you hear about the Scott Rudin drama I didn't do you know who he is no who is he Scott Rudin is um, this producer who. Uh, produces Broadway and movies and stuff like that. This, like, old white guy, he produced The Social Network. He's, like, done, he's in tra- he's behind a ton of really, really successful movies. He did Book of Mormon on Broadway, like, a oh, bunch wow. of... Like, he's, like, a, like, pretty much, like, one of the top people who's producing Broadway and film. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's kind of a joke 
that it's like, why is Broadway, why does Broadway not have diverse stories on stage? And like, you know, why, why are the, well, first of all, it's like a fucking capitalist enterprise. So obviously they're not going to put anything on that doesn't like make a ridiculous amount of money. But there's a joke that's like, Broadway doesn't have cutting edge work because of Scott Rudin, because he won't put it on because he pretty much is almost single-handedly not, you know, he's just very, very, very influential in what goes on on Broadway. Mm -hmm. Um, so he's a, he's like a Harvey Weinstein, to, like really, really famous track record. But similar to Harvey Weinstein, just a couple weeks ago, someone came out and said that he was abusive in the workplace. Um, not, and I, you know, I was waiting for something to come out about him because I'm like, there's no way that this old white guy like hasn't done something that's like no, literally, you can never trust them. Like a producer, like there's no way that 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 something hasn't happened, and and none of it was sexual, but from what I read, it was like he has a really really bad temper. Mm -hmm. So he he threw a laptop at uh, an assistant and like smashed their hand the and fuck? and their hand got was bleeding so much they had to go to the ER. Okay, so that's literally just assault. So Yeah, no, that's the thing. And then and then he smashed a computer monitor and then like on someone's hand or something. I, I don't quote me on any of this, but it's very like toxic workplace things and verbal and physical abuse. Like so he threw a baked potato at someone, I think. What? Or a potato or fucking, I don't know. And, like, it had someone, like, pretty much induced someone into, like, a really bad panic attack and they had to go see a doctor. And it was crazy because some I don't remember who had first reported it. I think it was on Deadline. They had published the story. And then it, like, all started piling out, which is kind of like how Me Too happened. Mm -hmm. But it's it was kind of, it was really fast. Me Too kind of is still happening and, you know, it... it it took a while for it to gain traction, but for this, it felt like all of the Scott Rudin allegations were coming out, like, one after another, and I was like, holy shit, because this guy is super, 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 like, powerful, and he is planning on heading or producing the Music Man revival on Broadway, mm -hmm. which has Sutton Foster and Hugh Jackman, who are two insanely famous people. Oh, yeah. So people are, like, calling on that boycott, and people are calling um, on the Actors' Union, to put him on a do not work list, which means that that would he be like be very serious. But no, I know it would mean that he wouldn't be allowed to produce any work that is affiliated with the union, which is Broadway region, which is like pretty much anything. Which is yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I think that they should. Like, I feel like they need to make an example out of somebody to like stop the cycle of abuse. You know what I mean? And honestly, I just think we need to stop putting old white men in powerful situations. Like, I know. they obviously... But the thing is, they just have so much money. No, I know. But they've proven that they can't handle the responsibility, so... Yeah. <laughs> We're taking away your privileges, like a kindergartner. It's just, like, I'm not surprised because I was, I was like, there's no way that this guy, like, doesn't have something on him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he has a, it, it was very much Harvey Weinstein. Like, he has a very successful track record. There's kind of things that's, like, eh, there's, like, an air of, like, you know, don't upset the big guy. Yeah. Which is also just, like, a weird, like. It's also just, it's very fucked up how easily you can get blackballed in the entertainment industry. Like, it's fucked up. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Exactly, yeah. Seriously. And 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 that's why I think it's so hard for people to come out and stuff about this kind of thing. Exactly. And I can't blame anybody for not coming out about, like, their situations because you you can't just sacrifice your entire career. Like, that's such a big decision to make. Right. But at this point, People are mad at, like, celebrities and people who have worked with him for not calling him out now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, Sutton Foster has not said anything. 
and people are like, come on, Sutton, like, what's the deal? You know, like, they're like, say something about it. Yeah, that's definitely an intentional choice to not speak out about it. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting because the first couple of days after it happened, none of the major, like, theatrical news outlets picked it up. Uh, I think probably because they were afraid of blackballing. You know, it's, I mean, this guy is so, this guy is insanely powerful. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they started posting about it and it's gained a bit of traction. And the Actors Union did put out a statement saying something about how they don't tolerate workplace harassment. They didn't name him, but it was pretty clear that they were talking about him. So, like, it's 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 gaining traction, but I just, I hope that, that something happens. Me too. Just high time. We have a change. Definitely, yeah. But, I mean, I'm not going to hold my breath, you know? No, true, true. I mean, like, what do we expect? Exactly. But also, yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of acting, (laughs) this is something that I wrote down a while ago that I wanted to bring up on the podcast. Um, So, (laughs) little insider look on how we make podcasts. It's hard to think of topics because we can talk about relevant things, like the Meghan Markle thing and whatever, but those age. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if it's a headline... It's relevant when the podcast comes out, but it's not something that people can go back to and listen to. But so, so that we have, like, I wanted to, like, do a thing where we talk about something that, like, wouldn't age and we could, you could go back and listen to it. Um, I want to talk about our experiences at a theater school together. Yeah, like this youth theater program in Portland. Mm-hmm. Sammy and I were part of a conservatory training group mm-hmm. for a year. She did it for longer I did than it I for did. two years, and then he came in in my second year. Mm-hmm. Because she told me to do it. Yeah, because I was being forced to do a second year, and I was not going to do it without Martin, so... <laughs> and it was so many um, interesting things happened. Um, this was not even a bad thing, and I actually really enjoyed it, but we went one time, like, we went to see a five-hour play. Oh, I didn't go um, to that. Did you not go to that? No, I was not interested oh, in that. The fuck? I liked it, actually. I I'm, thought it was really, really good. I'm not going to sit and watch anything for five hours. Yeah, it. there were, like, dinner breaks in it because it was so long. But I actually did really, really enjoy it. I did think that was good. That's not really a bad story. Um, well, one time, a girl who went to school with a couple of the kids in the pro- and a couple of the kids in the program went to school with this girl who had just recently passed away. Oh yeah, this was actually so bad. So their mutual friend like passed away and then we mm-hmm. had their friend we from had high school. like rehearsal like the next day. Right, 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 right. And um emotions were high. People I mean like we were like I mean obviously, yeah. They were juniors and seniors in high school. Like they had just lost someone very, and their friend very, just very died. young. Like it was yeah, it was definitely a traumatic experience for them. And I want to say we were doing, like, fucking, uh, what the fuck is that song from Hamilton? Um, fuck, I can't... It's, qui- it's Quiet Uptown? Yeah, that one. It's, we were doing It's Quiet Which, Uptown Which, first of all, I can't even number. fucking listen to that song without, like, getting PTSD flashbacks, but... <laughs> we were we were learning that song as a group number, and, like, isn't it literally about, like, isn't there, like, lines about him singing about his dead son or something? I don't know. Or some shit? I don't fucking know. Musical theater kids, don't drag me for not knowing Hamilton, but, like, Basically, much- one of the girls who who was a friend of the girl who passed away, like, was not really paying attention. Like, her mind was elsewhere, like, for good reason. Understandably. Yeah. And um, she, like, started crying, and, like, people were cheering up, and she... Um, she like ran out of she the room. She ended up leaving the room, yeah. Crying. And the <laughs> pianist, the pianist, what did he say? He was like, "Okay, I guess we're just doing that now." Or so, some like really yeah, like, like something crass, something super insensitive, insensitive and horrible. Comment. And everyone was like, 
Oh my It was God. like silent. We were like, did you? We hadn't. We didn't even know what to say. I know. And then, because I mean, he obviously didn't know, but still, it's like, was that necessary? Right. Like they were crying. Like obviously, and they she's left. going you through something. Say something. You shouldn't say that. Literally. And um. And then another one ended up joining her outside crying, and then another mm-hmm. one too. And then Sammy and I went both went out because we're like, I cannot deal with this man right now who's like being an asshole to these people who are like grieving. No, it was so bad. So Sammy and I and both then, went out, like, and then we all um, cried. The director of like the program like came and whispered in the pianist's ear, like I guess like, letting him letting him know like what was going on. And then they did yeah. shots. Do you remember I remember that? that they literally they did literally shots. Took a they shot literally of did something. shots. Watch us like get in trouble for this. But like literally he I, he he I was like I think they just took a shot cuz they both had like no, little tiny glasses were. with something in them and then they kept going and I was like this is so bizarre. That day was oh my god. <laughs> it's just so weird. Like it was just so it was very strange. Also one of the songs that we were that two of the girls or actually, I think maybe just one. I can't remember. It's a duet. It's from Little Women the Musical. Some things are meant to be, which is literally she's singing to her yeah, little sister as she's dying. As she's dying, yeah. So, so that was when yeah. she performed it. I got chills. Like it was incredible because the emotions were also like crazy. Is Helen? I, I don't know if she's listening. But she, if she had an amazing voice, yes, like, so pretty. Hearing her sing that song in general was incredible. But like with hearing that her extra context, it, were that raw, it was like. Were crazy. Oh my god! It was like very evocative. I don't even think I don't think there was one dry eye. No, when they were done, it was, it was crazy. They were like making her like run at a bunch and like it was just like not the time. I feel like no, it's like oh my god! <laughs> Please keep piling on the childhood know, trauma. Like, Thank it you. It was just weird. It was just so weird. Do you remember any other stories? Um, I remember getting racially profiled on our trip to Ashland to the Shakespeare Festival. I'm going to tell the story. So um, we took a trip to the Shakespeare Festival in Ashland, Oregon, which is like this big thing. Mm-hmm. It's like what Ashland is known for. Mm-hmm. It, they, do, um, they put on really, really amazing shows. Yeah, but it's Ashland like very racist incredible. as fuck. No, literally, it's so racist. It's like this small town full of white people. I know. It's so weird because they're like a world-renowned theater company. Literally world-renowned. I know. And it's like, and like, what is happening? In the middle of like Hicksville? Anyway. Literally. But anyways. So um, on that trip, they gave us some free time to like walk around the town and do some souvenir shopping and like eat food and all that shit so we were in a small group of our friends and we decided to go into this little gift shop and like look around and i'm wearing a backpack and a lot of people are wearing backpacks okay because it's like a a trip so one of our friends is literally wearing the exact same backpack as me like same brand, same color, same everything, the same backpack, okay? And the little white manager lady like makes a fucking beeline towards me and it like demands that I take off my backpack and let her hold it like at the front desk or whatever. And I'm like, um, no, thank you. Like what? And she's like, well, it's just store policy. We have everybody take off their backpacks. And first of all, there's so many people in here with backpacks on. And the girl the girl with the same backpack as me is literally standing right literally. next to me. And she did not say anything to her. So I'm like, okay, that's bullshit. And so we left. So that was actually like very insane. And then when we went to see a show on that same trip, there was like this telenovela style um, play, which yes. was really, really good. It was honestly in, an incredible show. One of the best shows I've ever it seen. It was really good. And we, the audience was raucous as shit. 
you know, because it was that type of show. It was like people were screaming, yelling, clapping. It was Ooh, it was very the like atmosphere laughing. was awesome. Like right, and and, and that's how lady, it was meant to be done. Right, 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 and that's part of the reason why it was so exciting because it's like there's this like whole theater etiquette which you know is like comes from whiteness. Yeah, too. You know, like sit sit back and and like. Be quiet, like for the show. Yeah, right, right, right. Don't don't react really to you know whatever. This show was very much not meant to follow those rules. Mm -hmm. And we were like yelling and screaming and whatever. And the lady in front of us was so mad. She was so pissed. I'm like, first of all, not to mention it was like a packed like 700 seat theater Mm -hmm. where 600 of the people were also doing the same thing. Exactly. But like she was turning around and giving us the fucking nastiest looks I've ever gotten in my entire life. She was so mad. And for what? Like literally, she was so mad. It was so funny. And then, like during intermission or something, she turns around. What did she say? She said, "Who has the patchouli oil or something like that?" Like what the fuck? She's like, "So who has the patchouli oil yeah, or like, something like that?" And we're like, "Ma'am, um, what the fuck are you talking about?" It was literally, so weird. We're like, "I know she did not just speak to us." It was literally like. <laughs> And she was, like, giving us the side eye the whole show. Yeah, but, but, I mean, we still enjoyed the show. Like, we're not going to let some mad old white lady ruin the experience for us, so. Yeah, it was just really funny. It was very Um, funny. I have another story from the Ashland trip that you might not remember, but it is burned into my memory. Oh, God. Um, okay, yeah, go. I'm I'm trying to think, but maybe I'll remember. It was on... On the way home, on the bus ride home, we stopped at the new In-N-Out that was in some part of Oregon. Oh, Kaiser. Yeah. So it was, like, new and, like, very exciting. Keep in mind, if if you're not in Portland listening to this, we literally don't have an In-N-Out in Oregon at all. There's one In-N-Out, and and it's, like, two hours from Portland. Yeah. But I think they're actually trying to build one here, which is I think that's a Shake Shack. No, it's a Shake Shack, and I heard about an In-N-Out, too. Oh, really? Yeah. But anyways... So we, we stop at the In-N-Out, everybody gets their food and stuff, you know, and then our one of the chaperones, like, lets us know that we're going to be leaving soon, so, like, if you need to use the bathroom or anything, like, do that now, right? So I'm like, okay, cool, so I decide to go use the bathroom, and nobody else did, but I figured, like, it's fine, because they literally said use the bathrooms now, so that's what I did, and I, I didn't even take, like, two minutes, probably. I walk out, literally the entire group is gone. I do not remember the, that. The chaperones, the kids, everybody is gone. I'm alone. Wait. In the restaurant. Wait, was this at the McDonald's? No, at the In-N-Out. I literally don't remember this. Okay, because it wasn't traumatizing for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I walk out, I'm literally alone. I'm a teenage girl, like, alone. I'm <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? I, I literally am walking around the restaurant trying to find anybody that I know. Like, I would think that at least, like, one of the chaperones would have waited for me, but, um, no, I... That was a misconception, apparently. So I walk out of the restaurant, and I'm, like, looking for the bus because I don't fucking remember where we parked because I figured we'd all be walking back as a group, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for the bus. Finally, I spot it in the fucking distance, and, um, like, the driver spots me from out the window and, like, sends one of our friends out to, like, wave me to the bus. And I literally was almost in tears. <laughs> this was, like, one of the worst experiences I've ever had. I was so scared and, like, embarrassed. And, yeah, it was, like, the worst thing ever. So, yes. I literally don't remember that. That's very tragic. So, um, thank you to the chaperones of the program for leaving yes. me alone and almost um, driving away without me. So, thank you. Yes. I low-key almost wish that they had left me so that my mom could sue them. Oh, well, they're a non-profit, so good luck. 
Well, I want money, so. Um, anyway, another thing that happened once was, like, Sammy, me, and these two girls, and, like, like, maybe, like, one or two other people would literally just laugh the entire time. Like, you cannot put Sammy and I in a room and expect us to no, be serious. No, you can't. We can't take anything seriously when we're together. Yeah, I feel like now we're a little more mature and, like, maybe we'd be able to be in the same cast of a show together. I mean... But, like, in a fucking theater learning environment where you're doing weird shit, like, fucking viewpoints or, like, crawling around on the floor, like, like I, we just could not take it we seriously. We cannot. Like, we literally cannot. I'm surprised that they didn't separate us more often. I know. <laughs> But we would just literally laugh during everything. And one time we were doing, was it Viewpoints? I don't remember. I don't remember. And we got in so much trouble for laughing. And we just could not stop laughing. Like, I'm sorry. It's fucking funny. Like, And then, like, someone farted. And I just, like, I lost it. Like, I couldn't. I literally lost it. No, it, it was, honestly, the time, like, the program was not the best. But the times that we had together were, like, very funny. True. And very fun. So. And, like, I don't know. I enjoyed, like, being able to do theater once a week for three hours, you know? Like... I did not. Also, it was four hours, <laughs> yeah, you and wanted they were to, agonizing. Was it four? Mm-hmm. You, you wanted to quit so fucking I badly. I wanted to... Oh, my God. Every single Monday. It was every Monday night. Every Monday, I considered just, like... Not like not just going. quitting. You were like, like I think I'm gonna skip. I'm like, do not skip, Sammy. Do not skip. I skipped so many times though. Yeah. I was always making up excuses, and I know that they were like sick of my shit. Like I know that they didn't believe me, but I did not care. Well, I mean, like, t- I get that it was weird, and like to me, I was excited to like do like a conservatory style training where it was like I was able to practice that much, even though like a lot of the time it was disorganized and there was like weird stuff happening but like I don't know yes definitely if I did not have Sammy and like friends in it I probably would have bore my brain out with a drill my thing is is that I know that like I'm a quote-unquote theater kid or whatever (laughs) I fucking hate theater classes okay I hate learning about theater I hate learning theater techniques (laughs) like I literally despise it so much and this is like probably the biggest reason why you don't work Oh. oh, okay, anyways, <laughs> so this is... You work more than I do. No, I know, but this is, like, like the biggest reason why I decided to not pursue, um, like, a theater degree, because I just, I fucking hate theater classes so much, like, I would have been miserable for, like, four years or however long it takes, which is why I am getting a degree in something else, but I still, like, my goal is still to, like, do theater and television and stuff, but I just, I can't stand theater education. Also, like theater kids are really um exhausting. Um, annoying yeah yeah like okay so it depends i have a pretty high tolerance for it when there's when they're professional you know because you can be annoying and professional like if you're talented if you work hard mm-hmm. and you're like a fucking like hamilton nerd i don't care as long as you work and are kind and respectful and like yeah you know i agree with you but if you're like just treating the whole thing like a joke i have a very low tolerance for that so like i feel like when i go to school in a top program that's audition and like has such a small acceptance like all these people at this point are going to be if they are annoying, which I've met a lot of them, and a lot of them are super chill. But if they are, I know that they actually care about it. You know? Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. Musical theater kids are weird. I have a friend whose sister went to um, a BFA musical theater program and ended up switching. She transferred to BFA acting because the musical theater kids were just so unbearable. And she probably just has a lower patience for that. And I'm sure also, like, when she was in college, they were probably a little bit worse and more racist because they are really racist and sexist. But like, mm-hmm. even now, it's like there's there's less of a culture of tolerance for that, even though it's, don't get me wrong, it's still very much a thing. I mean, it's still definitely racist. Like, 
Like BFAs in general. Right, but they don't advertise themselves as much as like the jewel tone white girl, you know, perfect dancer type yeah. of thing. I mean, it still is the industry standard, but it's like, it's less of a spoken norm. Well, theater is interesting. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, we might tell more stories from that program on yeah, another we, episode. Yeah, we probably will. Yeah, I'll have to, like, text people who were in it and, like, ask them to help recall their trauma with us. Yeah, because we've actually blocked a lot of it out, so... We, we did, we did. <laughs> um, one more thing I want to talk about. I guess, kind of, it could be seen in the same vein of, of what we were talking about just a second ago. But, um, like, plastic surgery and... Um, I, I guess I wrote down just plastic surgery because, like, I really want a nose job. Mm-hmm. We know. I know that that we would, know you want a yeah, nose job. Okay, thank you. Because I know that it would make me more, like, castable, you know? You think, really? Like, I have, like, a long fucking Jewish, crooked fucking ethnic Jew media controlling bank money grubbing oh, Jewish God. nose. <laughs> <laughs> I want a little Aryan fucking upturned pig nose, you know? Okay, thank you for I don't know. all of that. <laughs> I, I, and, and like the only reason I am not going to get a nose job probably is because of Barbara Streisand because she never did. I mean, like it's important to, to like recognize how the plastic surgery industry is really just like making people look more white. Like that's the goal. Like all of the nose job videos I see on TikTok are like people with ethnic noses changing them into white noses. Mm-hmm. Literally. And then all the comments are Literally. like, oh my God, Queen, you look so much better. Like, it looks so good. Like, it looked good before, but you're right. blinded by Eurocentric beauty standards. Right, exactly. And like, I personally, I love big noses on other people. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's attractive. But I, like, for me, I'm like, can this fucking schnoz get the fuck out of the center of my face? Like, Jesus fucking Christ. I literally, you. I know you hate your nose, but it looks fine. Well, I hate it, so. Well, we know. I fucking hate my boobs, and I will be getting a breast reduction at some point this year. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that really has anything to do with, like, Eurocentric beauty standards. I feel like anyone can have any size of boobs. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it, I feel like maybe it does have something to do with Eurocentric beauty standards just because, like, as a black girl, I obviously started developing a lot sooner than my white classmates. And so, like, I got boobs in third grade. And so I've always been hyper aware that, like, I'm bigger in the chest than, like, my peers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that maybe had an effect on me somehow, but, I mean, I am doing it for myself, you know? Like, it's what I've always wanted. And, right, right, right. And I also just feel like I have a very small frame, so it, it'll be more proportional to, like, the rest of my body, so. Well, you're, like, serious about getting it done, though. No, I'm very like, serious. you've been like, saving, right? I have been saving. I have, like, $4,500 saved at this point. Jesus, how much does it cost? Like, Six thousand to seven thousand. Are you gonna go overseas or no? No, I'm not going you're, overseas. You were talking about one in Michigan, right? Yeah, I want to go to Michigan. I found this surgeon who her results I just like really like, but yes. But yeah, that's what I want done. Martin wants his nose done. I want my boobs done. Itty so. bitty, pretty titty. Literally, I want them to be as small as possible. Little mosquito bites. Yes. Um. No, because that is what I want. <laughs> yes. yes. Slay, mama, girl, eat, per, miss, girl, thing, work, twirl, miss. Miss Girl, period, on everything. Period. Um, okay. Do you have anything else you want to say? I don't think I have anything else to say. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we will see you next week. Hopefully. Bye. Bye.